This episode is brought to you by KPMG Risk Services. KPMG believes that when you've earned the trust of all your stakeholders, that's when your business has a solid platform to grow. That's the trusted imperative. KPMG Risk Services develop and put in place dynamic risk strategies designed to help your business earn that all-important trust. Go to read.kpmg.us slash trust to learn more. Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast peeps? It's Randy, and I want to talk about your relationship with money today. Last episode, I hope you, you heard that one, was about energy and vibrations for prosperity. And of course, at its ultimate, ultimate, ultimate level, money, just like your sofa, just like your cell phone, just like your desk, your car, they're all at their ultimate level, energy vibrations. And we know that energy can be attracted or energy can be repelled, which means money can be attracted or money can be repelled. So I want to, I don't have some glib uh, lesson for you today. Uh, I want to ask you some questions. And I want, I want to be a thought partner with you in this process. And I want to get you thinking about some questions that I believe can lead to some real insights about your relationship with money. So the first question I would start with was, is how did or how do your parents feel about money? Right, I think about how I didn't have a father, I think about my mother, how she felt about money, and even to this day. Um, she's big on coupons and discounts, and she will spend two hours negotiating to save $7 on her whatever bill. Um, that's just how she was raised. She raised was raised in simple, my grandmother, grandfather, pretty simple people, um, came to the country poor, um, and actually were born here. Their parents had come from Germany, um, but they were born here. But they were pretty, from simple stock, struggling, uh, and money was tight. And they were uh, products of the Great Depression. So think about how your parents feel or felt about money. And did they see money as a finite resource or an infinite resource? Because, of course, money is infinite resource because the more we add value and solve problems, the more the universe is willing to trade us money for that value that we provide. But, of course, most people don't view money that way. Most people view money as a finite resource, which is, hey, I get paid $600 a week and then the taxes come out and that is the finite amount of money that I have access to. The next question would be, how did they see money as negative or as positive? How did they talk about rich people? Most families have one rich uncle or one rich nana, one rich person somewhere. Uh, and think about that, is that what your family is or was like? 
And then how did people talk about that rich person? Because, of course, you know we, we've looked a lot at how rich people are portrayed in movies and television and books and operas and plays and social media and, I mean, just the whole data sphere. There's so much negative programming about wealthy people, right? Um, and so the, 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 the next part of the process I would challenge you with is to say, okay, what's the lasting result that happened? What is the, last, the lasting result which was created by the way your parents felt about money as you grew up? Were they saying, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. You know, we may not be rich, but at least we're honest. Uh, we don't have money for that. Why, you know, we can't, why are you wasting money on that? You know, there's all, all that stuff is programming. So how is, now you're all grown up, how do you, how do you, how has that impacted you? What's your feelings about money? Do you see money as finite or infinite? Do you see money as negative or positive? Uh, one of the uh, kind of thought experiments I always give people was, is, uh, hey, you're driving to the, the ball game or yoga class or whatever, and you're going along the highway, and then you come up and there's a, uh, old Toyota Celica broken down and there's a, a woman outside the car maybe it's a flat tire maybe it's, you know how do you feel toward her right what would you do would you want to help her would you stop see if she had a cell phone if tow truck was on the way is she safe is everything okay and then the thought experiment is okay so now same scenario you're driving the same place same deal and there is this hot yellow Lamborghini that's broken down with some rich guy at the side of the road. What's your visceral reaction? And for a lot of people, oh, it's a Mr. Half a Million Dollar Lambo and he's broken down on the road and here I am in my uh, you know, Chevrolet and I'm driving along 60 mile an hour, <laughs> right? That initial visceral reaction will tell you a lot about what's the lasting result that was created in your mind about money. Finite or infinite, negative or positive. And the last question in this little thought experiment for the week is, are you chasing money? Or are you building security? Are you achieving freedom? Think about that, How? because I fell into this, being a guy who was born broke and poor and lived my first 30 some years of my life broke and poor and miserable, uh, I was chasing money. And of course I thought when I could get rich then that would make me happy. Well, that wasn't the case, but um, becoming rich, becoming wealthy did help me become wealthy. <laughs> you know, in other words, you know, getting rich at least got me rich, right? So that's a good thing. But if you're just chasing money, when you grow up with this, because you can actually have poverty consciousness in reverse. 
and here's what I mean by that. In my case, this was probably, uh, might be going on eight, ten years ago. I'm just, I'm, I'm with some uh, other friends who are professional speakers. We're doing a mastermind session. and I'm just whining and complaining about I've flown, um, um, you know, two million miles and, uh, you know, was talking about all the wear and tear on my body and you know the, the the arduous nature of all the traveling and everything so Alan Weiss one of my friends who was there said you know he just looked at me very simply and said Randy why are you doing that you don't even need the money so why are you doing that and that simple little question was was such a breakthrough for me because I recognize that why I was doing it is I was just chasing dollars. I was programmed that, okay, you're poor, you don't want to be poor, poverty sucks, so you're going to chase dollars, chase dollars, chase money, chase money. And I was just chasing money, and I was at a point in my life then where I didn't need to chase money, but my default setting, the, the thing that was keeping me from health, the thing that was keeping me from happiness, was this default setting I had about chasing money. Because, you know, I get like 35 grand to do a keynote speech, right? If, if, if the, the thought that someone would say, hey, fly into Chicago here, do a speech, we're gonna give you 35 grand, and an hour later you're on your way, and I would say no, if I told my mother that, she would slap me into next week. If I told my grandmother that, she would have died and had a heart attack on the spot, right? They couldn't even fathom such a thing because, and that's the, the I picked that up from them, that I couldn't fathom such a thing was, how could I turn down when people wanted to throw money at me? Because isn't that what life is about, is chasing money? And then I reckon, I know, I just, you know, here I was, teaching and studying prosperity, but I was really still very much in poverty consciousness because I had equated prosperity with chasing money. Big difference between building security, achieving financial freedom versus chasing money. So that's your homework. Do a little thinking about that and uh, let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, and a uh, little breaking news here. I've got someone who is a very important political figure in their country, which will not be named here. And they cannot get a visa to the United States to attend my tribal event next year. And that was and is the last spot left in that event for, the, for 2020. Entire thing is sold out. I've got this one can't one spot because he can't get a visa. So if you are somebody who wants to make a difference in the world, to dent the universe, you're an influencer, a thought leader, uh, go to tribalevent.com and check out the website and see if that's right for you because there is one spot left for 2020. And once that's gone, there'll be no more spots until the 2021 event. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. 
So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.